Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic and the Moon podcast. As always, I'm your host, David, and this week I am back. (laughs) I appreciate um, everyone being patient with me and waiting a bit longer than normal for an episode to come out. Um, I graduated recently and got my degree. So to celebrate that, I did take some time off and go travel for a little bit. So I do appreciate um, everyone's patience with me and waiting for an episode. And I'm really excited to be back with you all and to get into this week's topic. So this week, I am not afraid of controversy. (laughs) And I'm going to be talking about initiation. Um, I'll kind of be explaining what initiation is, what some different perspectives of it are, and its relevance in the witchcraft and pagan communities, as well as giving my own personal thoughts. Um, And of course, disclaimer, um, like with anything else I discuss on this show, I'm sharing thoughts and perspectives and views that are mine and mine alone. I'm not speaking for any group or tradition or coven or anything like that. And if the things that I say do not quite line up with your views or with how you were taught to do things, that's totally fine. And um, my opinions are only mine. So with that being said, let's get into it. So what exactly is initiation? Who does it? And why is it necessary, if at all? So to talk about what initiation is, to be initiated in the general sense simply means that you are being admitted into a group or society. The term initiation may also refer to a formal or informal event or act that marks a change in a person's life. After an initiation, not only do you see yourself differently, but the community you are joining also sees you differently. So in a moment, I'll discuss initiation, mostly in the context of witchcraft traditions, but here are some examples of initiations that you're likely already familiar with. Getting your driver's license, um, any type of coming of age event, such as a quinceanera or a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, um, religious rites like baptism, communion, or confirmation, and also familial milestones like engagement, marriage, divorce, having children. And then this also includes academic and professional achievements like graduations, certifications, promotions, all of that stuff. So witchcraft initiations in particular are a very hot topic, a very controversial topic, um, particularly online, I found, um, because there are those in some witchcraft communities that feel as though initiations are uncalled for. They think that they are exclusionary and elitist and that just not something that needs to happen. Um, They also think that some, of course, may think that Wicca in particular has kind of outgrown the need for initiation, that it has moved beyond its original form and that now it's no longer required. And they think that initiations are not required to practice witchcrafts. And they're right. That's correct. Um, Initiations are not required to practice witchcrafts. But um, in my opinion, of course, I don't mean to speak for anyone else. But in my opinion, initiation is required to participate in certain traditions of religious witchcrafts. Wicca being included in that. Um... 
And this is where Wicca tends to branch off into two very large and very distinct forms, traditional Wicca and eclectic Wicca, which is also called solitary Wicca. But for the purposes of this video, um, I will probably be calling it eclectic Wicca. So traditional Wicca, which some people call British traditional Wicca, traces its lineage back to Gerald Gardner and may only be passed down by formal initiation through a high priestess and high priest who initiate the seeker who is given secret knowledge only after swearing an oath of secrecy. This form of Wicca is practiced in covens and requires formal training and preparation. Eclectic Wicca, also called solitary Wicca, came about when traditional Wicca was first introduced to the United States from the United Kingdom. When witchcraft and Wiccan books were being published, there was more demand for training than could be reasonably accommodated by priestesses and priests. So, they started what is sometimes called an outer court. An outer court, um, sometimes also called a study group or a training group maybe, it is basically a process that allows those that were interested to learn the basics of Wiccan practice without acquiring the secret knowledge that is only attained after having been initiated. And this outer court material became the foundation of what is now called eclectic or solitary Wicca. So unlike traditional Wicca, eclectic Wicca does not require initiation, does not involve secret oath-bound material, and often does not have a formal structure or priesthood. Although this form of Wicca can operate in covens, oftentimes it is not and is practiced alone, thus the name solitary Wicca. Um, and because the materials of this solitary form, um, it's based on the outer court material of traditional Wicca, so it does not contain the oath-bound information. It is, over time, uh, it has become drastically different from traditional Wicca, both in belief and practice. It often involves the reverence of non-Wiccan deities and aligns more similarly with New Age beliefs in many ways. So in traditions such as the Gardnerian and Alexandrian traditions of Wicca, for example, initiation is unequivocally required without question. If you are not formally initiated into the tradition, you have no claim to be a member and you will not be recognized by their community as being one of their own. Initiation requires months, if not over a year, of hard work, training, and study, all of which culminate with the initiation ceremony. So, in my opinion, of course, do you have to be initiated to be a witch? No, of course not. But you do have to be initiated to be a Wiccan. Um, and this is not to say that eclectic and solitary forms of Wiccan practice are not beautiful and valid spiritual practices because they are, and everyone's path is sacred, whatever they may choose to do. This is just to say that traditional Wicca and what is called eclectic Wicca are extremely different. Um, and in my opinion, they are so different that they are not the same religion. And again, that doesn't mean that one is better than the other, and I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying that it doesn't really make sense, in my opinion, to give the eclectic solitary thing the title of Wicca because Wicca is just something that is so different from what that is. Um, to give you kind of another example, kind of an analogy, let's say we're talking about Christianity, right? So what are, what are the central things of Christianity? Because of course, there's a lot of variance and differences with different kinds of Christianity, just like there's many different kinds of Wicca. So just because something's different doesn't mean it's not 
part of it in the general sense, right? Because obviously there's several different traditions of Wicca. So Christianity, right? Say you have Baptists and Catholics and Methodists and Lutherans and all these things. How far away from the core of Christianity can you get before it stops being Christianity, right? Because they have huge variances in practice and theology and that's why they're separate groups right it's because there's differences and that those differences you know are significant um but the core fundamentals of christianity are the belief in the wickedness of mankind that we are born into a sinful nature by default and that jesus is the son of god who was foretold in the jewish writings and that he came as the Messiah to pay penance for the sins of mankind, and that he died, was resurrected, and that is how salvation is achieved, right? That is kind of the core belief of Christianity in a nutshell. So even if you go to church and, you know, listen to sermons and read a Bible and all those things, if you don't believe that Jesus is who the Bible claims that he is, you're no longer practicing Christianity. Doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Doesn't mean that you are doing anything wrong or that you're less than a Christian. Of course not. But it does mean that according to that thinking, you were no longer a Christian. Um, so that's, that's kind of a parallel of how some, but not all, people feel about Wicca. Um, and I would say that is my personal view as well. Wicca is a initiatory mystery tradition with material passed down that can be traced and verified um, to lineage back to either Gerald Gardner or um, perhaps Alexander's, depending on the tradition. Although Alexander's was also a Gardnerian as well at one point before starting what is now Alexandrian Wicca. So even Alexander's can be traced back to Gardner. Um, that you have to be formally trained, that you have to be brought into a coven by a high priestess and high priest. You know, I, I believe that that is what Wicca is. Um, and a Christianity analogy doesn't really work 100% just because Wicca really isn't about what you believe that much. It's more about what you do and how you practice the tradition. But um, the the core of the analogy remains the same. It is how far can you get away from the essentials of Wicca before you are no longer Wiccan? Um, right. There's, there's other kind of general witchy things. There's divination and tarot and astrology and runes and, you know, all of those things. And those things, are, those are witchcraft things. They are magic and occult things. They are not specific to Wicca. So there are going to be people on either side of the aisle that, subscribe to those things to various extents, or maybe they don't. That's not really relevant. You know, spell casting isn't either. Um, there are many witches of all varieties, Wiccan or non-Wiccan, that practice magic and cast spells. There are many forms of pagans that are not Wiccan that use magic and cast spells. Even the more ceremonial magic type things involved in Wicca um, are not specific to Wicca. There's the OTO and the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn and the Masons and... Um, many other forms of ritual magic that are not only Wiccan. So what I'm getting at is that the essential core of what we now call Wicca is it has some essential things. One, in my opinion, of course, 
One is that it is a mystery tradition, meaning that there are certain rituals and spells, as well as the true names of the deities that you do not learn until after you were initiated. Um, two is that you have to be initiated. It is a initiatory tradition. Um, it is not unlike the Lucinian mysteries or the ancient mystery cults of um, ancient times. You have to be ceremoniously initiated into a coven by a priestess and a priest. Um, so in that sense, no, not just anyone can say that they are a Wiccan, um, in my opinion, of course. So that's not that's not to say that anyone should make you feel less than or inferior, and it's not just that anyone gets to invalidate your spirituality because there's nothing wrong with practicing eclectic or practicing solitary. There's nothing wrong if Wicca you know, isn't for you. It's, that's fine. And your practice and your path and your relationship with the divinity is just as valid and sacred and beautiful as anyone else's. So this is not me saying that Wiccans have the right to be dicks to other people that aren't Wiccans because that's not true and they shouldn't behave that way. But this is me saying that the reason why you might find traditional Wiccans sometimes getting frustrated with people claiming Wicca that can't claim Wicca is because there's very little, if any, similarity between what Wicca is versus what eclectic and solitary things have become. So sometimes it feels invalidating um, to their experience for people that are practicing a religion that is very, very different. Um, and then to kind of just have their name tacked onto it at the end um, comes across as disrespectful to some. So that is what initiation is. That is what um, the purpose of initiation is. And there there are many other initiation things too that are not Wiccan. Um, the Masons practice initiations. Um, I'm not particularly familiar with Thelema as much, but I I do think that there, there's a initiation or similar thing that takes place there, as well as in other non-Wiccan witchcraft groups as well. Um, Dianic witchcraft is an initiatory tradition. Um, the Minoan Brotherhood and Sisterhood are initiatory traditions. The fairy faith is as well. So um, not that we want to be limited and bogged down by labels, but I think labels can also be helpful for us to understand ourselves and each other. Um, and this is just to say, be careful about what name, what label you give to things, just because we don't want to erase people or communities that um, have their name slapped onto things that has nothing to do with them. So I know this one wasn't the most fun episode ever, but you are getting a separate episode that's not about this as well. The whole post at the same time, but that is all I have for you uh, for the moment. And I will see you next time.